0: Good morning and welcome back to Reading Isn't For Kids, a book club podcast where two grown adults review and read children's children's and teen chapter books and sometimes yes. comics. My name's Austin. And I'm Anna. And today we read The Surprise Party, written in 1989
1: by R.L. Stein. Yes, it's part of the Fear Street series. Yes, it
0: is. Book two, technically.
1: Yes. Uh, Most of the books don't have like a sequential order. A lot of them have like recurring characters because it's all set in the same town. But yeah, this is technically book two of the series.
0: So the like protagonist, right, of this book is named Meg Dalton. Yeah. And I gotta say, I fucking. I liked Corey the last book. I liked him. Yes. He was stupid, but I liked him. Meg disliked almost the entire book.
1: Yeah, she. I don't know what it was about her. She was...
0: I have something, but you go ahead.
1: <laughs> she, I mean, she was both like super naive and innocent and also a raging bitch at the same time.
0: Yeah. Sometimes those things go together because they don't understand. Here, I'll explain. Sure. Uh, so I have some initial thoughts. I took notes for this <laughs> yeah. one. I took like two and a half pages of notes for this book. Um, first off, Meg Dalton... Uh, Let's see, they don't ever really describe how she looks like, except they say she has a round face, blonde, blonde hair, and light blue eyes, and everyone calls her a child. Like, she looks like a child. Yeah, That's, she looks
1: like a little girl, like a little baby doll.
0: They don't describe, like, her figure, not anything else. They don't describe what she wears. That's literally all the description we get of this character. Yep. Uh, and she gets so mad when people say she looks young. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I don't know. I don't relate. I always looked older, so.
1: <laughs> Me too.
0: Um, but I, I would, I could see why that's frustrating. That doesn't make me mad about her. That would be genuinely frustrating, because um, she's like what sixteen, seventeen.
1: Yeah, they're. I mean, they're like she's high a, school.
0: They're like approaching adulthood. Like yeah, you know, like most most ki- most kids that age are like, you know, starting to like develop into like looking like adults and stuff. So like I would get like it would be a little frustrating. Um, and there's points where she comments on it, and I'll bring it up as it comes up. I oh, think God. I I mentioned sometimes some things of it. But basically, my my initial thoughts about Meg is that she's kind of, like, she's very much emotionally immature.
1: Yeah, she really is. It's It seems to be... She doesn't put a lot of thought behind her emotions. Like, she doesn't have... Uh... She just doesn't seem to have the ability to think about why she feels certain way or, why, or why other people feel a certain way.
0: That's what really got me is that, like, for example, one of the first things we met is like we meet her two friends, Tony, uh, which is her boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, Tony is described. Did we even get what Tony looks like? I always just kind of pictured him as just like a tall white dude. I think that's kind of how he looks, yeah.
1: right?
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't don't really get a description. At least nothing I noticed enough to write down. Yeah. So I just kind of pictured him as just like a, 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 just a normal white kid. Like nothing yeah. crazy about him. Uh but she like literally says in like the first few pages that she can't figure out why Tony has been moody lately. Even though like in the intro chapters we get like a scene, the scenes where like uh like it just basically they describe killing Evan, right? Yeah. Cuz the whole book revolves around like Basically, like, I think it's, like, six months to a year later after their friend was found dead in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tony, it was, like, Tony's best friend, right?
1: Yeah, they were best friends. And, like, she can't
0: figure out why he's, why would he be muty? Why would he be upset?
1: Yeah, why is he upset? And, that like, that pissed me off. Friend is dead. Um, <laughs> She's like, yeah, everybody in the town has just been, like, not the same since he died, and I don't know why. Like,
0: ha And then she says this thing that I, like, had to put the book down. I was so fucking mad. I was so fucking mad she said this. She said, too worried about being poor in a town where everyone is well off. I have, if we weren't reading this for this podcast, I would have fucking stopped reading this book. That's how mad that made me. (laughs) Because, like, first off, I, you know, I grew up like that. Like, we weren't dirt poor. We weren't poor enough to get any help from any government assistance, but we were poor enough to, like, not have anything fancy, always having to buy, like, Hand me down clothes and like shit like that, um and like you know I grew up in our the town I grew up in. It was like it is a well like a middle high middle class, if not rich people that live in the town we I grew up in. Yeah, and like no one necessarily made fun of me for being poor. Like people weren't really insensitive about that. Um, granted, I never told anybody <laughs> except my friends. Um, but like I was like, you, fuck you. Like
1: I was like this fucking literally little... <laughs> nobody else mentions the fact that like tony and he doesn't even seem like poor they just seem like like working or lower middle class because his mom
0: died right yeah and his dad is not doing well from it, and he's like an alcoholic because of it um which we get into later but like she also is judgy about that
1: (laughs) yeah it's your fucking boyfriend
0: (laughs) but like 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 i was all i thought was like i wrote this in anger so i'm gonna read it word for word what i said oh god like, maybe, Meg, he is dealing with the societal and social-political problems of being a poor young kid in a rich town. Then on top of that, your fucking friend not only dies, uh, but like it's, like, mysterious how he dies. Uh, like, grow up, Meg. Also she, also, and I, each other, also, she is shocked that people are so, like, you know, yeah. just like, messed up from what happened. Including her best friend.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, her best friend um, whose brother was the one who was killed. She's like, Shannon's been in a horrible mood ever since her actual brother died.
0: <laughs> like, no shit, Meg. Like, come on, dude. And it's
1: like, not even like, oh, like a car crash. It was like something horrific. Like, that. nobody knows the exact details until the end. Um, uh, but
0: they find him with a rifle and he was shot. So, like, they presumed he killed himself, right?
1: Uh, he had, tr- they said he had tripped on a, like, a tree, oh, yeah. tree root, and the gun went off and killed him.
0: Well, I guess he did technically kill himself, but it wasn't, like, a... It was an accident. It wasn't yeah. a suicide. It was, like, a, yeah, a manslaughter suicide. Yeah. I don't know what... You, there's a there's a term for it. Um, Yeah, he accidentally shot himself. Which is a graphic... T- First of all, I was, like, what? yeah. Like yeah. in this book, like I guess, like it's, it's, I'm just expecting RL Stein's like goosebumps shit, right? Like they right. don't, like, there's like two or three books where kids, a kid dies in the in that book. Yeah. Um, but it's never like that.
1: No, yeah. He uh, goes out to the woods with the hunting rifle. His girlfriend Ellen ran after him. Um, he tripped on a root, shot himself, died. She's crying. Brian walks up to the scene.
0: Because He that, was playing in the woods, yeah.
1: He was playing, um, what was it, Wizards, Wizards and Dragons, <laughs> which I'll
0: get into a little later.
1: <laughs> and uh, walks into the scene, and that's that's just everything that's gone on. And like, people are like, Oh, it's a horrible tragedy, and but it, you know, the Fear street woods, it's
0: and it's the 80s, so we don't investigate it,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so then, then we get she, then on top of all that, she also describes how Shannon looks, um. Her name is Shannon Harpers. That's the the best friend's name. This is what she says: She has a perfect figure, coppery hair, blue eyes, and a full pouty mouth.
1: Yes, I saw that and I said, uh, definitely a man wrote that. Because what (laughs) 16, 17-year-old girl looks at their friend and be like, oh, she just has the perfect figure and just a pouty mouth.
0: I I could see the perfect figure part because I've seen women talk about each other like that. But I couldn't see the pouty mouth unless the character was like, you know, you know like a part of the lgbtqi or whatever right but meg is not she's so she's like painfully straight like yeah. it is it's almost frustrating how yeah. like entitled she is <laughs> on, on everything um i think that was the point he was going for i think he wanted to write a character who was like didn't understand anyone else's problems and it kind of it definitely helps the twists some of the twists got me because i was so i was like i was like honey what right. the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs>
1: ask Um, questions talk to your friends please
0: (laughs) but it was funny because she said because it also she says looked like molly ringwald (laughs) which is such a 1989 reference right (laughs) and for like the younger people who are listening uh and whoever also people who watch like classic movies she was in breakfast club and 16 kendalls yeah Uh, she was one of the leads in those movies um and i like I, that that it endeared me like that brought me back. That brought me back. That like reference brought me back from the me being pissed <laughs> off, because um, I was like, that is just that is. I'm glad they left that in there. Cause, Love like,
1: Molly Ringwald, by the way, <laughs> wonderful. But like
0: a 16 year old kid in 2022 reading that's not gonna
1: right, right, right. Because like like, it, it's definitely like a young young adult teen. target like it, They audience. should
0: have picked like a I don't even know like like a Zendaya would have been a better like yeah, you know for sure. Uh. <laughs> Like Emma oh, Stone, she looks, I don't know. She looks like a like a Zendaya or like a young Emma Stone, but no, they just the and, and like in the first book they went through and like updated the references, but they didn't for this one.
1: I, maybe they just thought that Molly Ringwald was still relevant, <laughs> not that she's irrelevant.
0: But she's not, she's like in her like I think I wrote down how old she is. I don't know, but she's like in her fifties or sixties now. Like she's like she's an older person. <laughs> like, yeah, which she's still very pretty, but like she doesn't look like. Uh, you know, a young person right, anymore, right, right. <laughs> but that's really all that happens. It's just kind of her describing them and being awful, and uh, me wanting to run her over with a car. Right, right. Um, and it's not just because she's entitled. It's just like the way, and she's just so whiny. Yeah. Like she, and then and then they find Lisa, which is one of the main characters from the first book. Yeah. Uh, which you know, they continue that story arc that she's dating Corey Mm -hmm. and they've like turned Lisa and Corey into like,
1: like they don't (laughs) like each other as a couple. Like they were better off friends because as a couple, they like, they're constantly fighting and Corey doesn't like Lisa just like, isn't upfront with Corey about her expectations with him as a, as a (laughs) boyfriend. Like, He's just thinking like, oh, we're like casual little friends now, like, you know, but we're, now we're dating. We
0: just do stuff.
1: <laughs> and like Corey, like doesn't listen to her at all. Like, and he constantly forgets that he has stuff to do with her. And like, he it's just not malicious. Like, yeah. he's just
0: an idiot. He's just a big golden retriever. Uh, But like the thing with himbos is you got, you got to help. You got to like tell them. And, I, and it, not all her either, because Corey should fucking come on, dude. Yeah. You don't him. miss he doesn't miss his gymnastic stuff I bet no like you can you can focus like you shouldn't forget to pick up your girlfriend
1: yeah there, no there's like points <laughs> in the book where he's like he'll, he'll just be like sitting there and he'll be like oh man I was supposed to meet up with Lisa like an hour ago <laughs> whoops
0: and then he runs away <laughs> <laughs> um which I think it's supposed to be funny but I don't find it funny because I'm like in the first book they like got they didn't do that like they would like joking like yeah you know, pick on each other, but it was never like that. So I don't know what they're going for it. I mean, I'm assuming we'll get another book from their perspective eventually. Oh, I'm sure
1: a lot uh, of these characters are recurring.
0: Um, let's see. Oh, another thing about Brian, Brian Dalton, which is the guy that found, helped find Evan. Uh, he's Meg's second cousin. Yes. So, uh, that'll come up later if we forget to mention it. Uh, they don't ever really describe what he looks like, but I just a pictured an eighties nerd.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, then, like, the book is weird. It's, like, it's, like, segmented in, like, days of the week. Yeah. So, like, it, the next thing, like, after, there's, like, a bunch of more stuff that doesn't matter. Um. But then it goes into, like, Monday. And this is where they, like, they, like, fully mention Wizards and Dragons that we mentioned. And it's in, it's italicized. Like, it's an actual yeah game. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I googled it, and there's a game from like 2012 called Wizards and Dragons, but there isn't one from the 80s. So I just think that good old Bob Stein <laughs> thought Dungeons and Dragons was called Wizards and Dragons.
1: <laughs> and, at one point, is it oh, in throughout the whole book? Is it even consistent? Because yeah. at one point, um, it said Wizards and Dungeons.
0: Uh, it might, yeah. Uh, but then, like in that same that same page. It says that Brian is reading Dragon Magazine, which is italicized, which is the Dungeons and Dragons official magazine that's been going since like the six like the seventies. What? I'm not I'm not mad. I am confused. What? I don't know. Also, yeah, also they describe Lisa as having sophisticated looks. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that means.
1: Mature. Mature.
0: Oh, oh, she had a oh, (laughs) she had badungles. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I I just, I was like, is this like? I thought it was like a, like a slur. I was like, what does this mean? (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember what what, if Lisa was a specific ethnicity, but I don't know. I just was like, no, no, no. (laughs) I don't know why they got like he was so coy with that one, but then when describes Shannon, he's like fucking horny.
1: Because she's the girl next door. Lisa is.
0: Lisa's the girl next door? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She can't be hot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A classic trope. One of my favorite tropes. Girl next door can't be hot. <laughs> right.
0: I always. And I, I. The first thing I got introduced to the girl next door was the movie called Girl Next Door, which is literally about the girl next to him is a porn star.
1: I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's
0: like a really edgy 2000s movie. <laughs> Where he, like, realizes that, like, oh, porn stars are people. Like, that's the whole message. Oh, my God. Movie. It's a comedy. Like, oh it's supposed God. to be funny. But, like, not that message, but, like, the right, jokes right, and right. everything. Um,
1: so, is that is that all the important characters? There's more characters, but.
0: Um, let's see. More characters. Uh, yeah, Corey Brooks, as mentioned, he has, like, two lines. Uh, David Metcliffe, which was in the first book, which is Corey's best friend. Yep. Uh, Ellen Majors, uh, yes. which is. Uh, Evans' uh, widowed girlfriend, or whatever.
1: Yeah, and uh, she moved away after his death. Like she immediately. Yeah, like right after his death, she disappeared, and no one's like, "Hmm, mysterious death in the woods. She disappears. I wonder why."
0: And there is another character, uh, but we will when when he should when he when he comes up, we'll bring him up because oh, for sure,
1: uh, he sucks. He uh, does suck. God, I hate him. So um they figure out uh well uh, Meg finds out through the grapevine that Ellen is coming back to uh what's the town called? Shady Side. Uh-huh. Uh is coming back to Shadyside for the like like the summer after school gets out to go hang out with her aunt. And Meg is so excited because Ellen was her best friend and she's like, Oh, I know what we should do. Uh I know Ellen hated parties, but we're gonna throw her a <laughs> surprise party because like i don't think she'll go to a party any other way unless we like literally throw a party at her and <laughs>
0: and hey where should we plan it or do yeah. they talk about that yet
1: uh i don't think yet uh because shannon's like uh that doesn't sound like a good idea and like meg's like why are you even upset like you like you like dylan you know she dated evan and shannon's like please don't bring my dead brother into this like like, please stop mentioning and my tentative. Meg's tent like, uh,
0: sure, a sensitive?
1: Yeah, really. <laughs> so uh, Meg is like, oh, we're going to throw this party. And and uh, Tony's even like, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, Meg never liked parties. Uh, he's like, are you sure she's even going to like that? And she's like, oh, no, I'm definitely throwing her a party. So then she starts planning out this party and, like, Buy stationery and is like making invitations.
0: And they reference they reference a weird '90s company during that. Uh, I think they called it like Dayglow. But anyway, so Dayglow now, I don't know if it's the same company. I doubt it. But like, it just makes like pigments. I'm assuming for shirts. Or I didn't. I just I fucking googled it. Clicked the first yeah. one. And I was like, I don't give a shit. Um. Yeah. They, then uh, she gets called to the office. Right. Yes. And. The the secretary's like well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> she's like, uh, yeah, you weren't definitely weren't called to the office.
0: And then, uh, instead of going back in classic high school or fashion, she stops and talks to her friend Annie Torben.
1: I think her name was. Uh, who knows? I don't know.
0: Uh, uh, she's on, she's on the gymnastics team. That's that's the last time we hear of Annie Torbin. Why did we have that scene, Christian? She
1: might be in another book.
0: Great. <laughs> Glad we wasted fucking two paragraphs of them talking. <laughs> um, She gets back to the study hall and then all of her imitations are fucking cut up, right?
1: Yes. Well, she goes back and forth because she gets called up to the office that time and then her, all of her uh, things are cut up and then the teacher's like, hey, go to the office. Like, you have a note. And she's like, I was just there. And she's like, well, I don't know, just go. So she goes back to the office and gets a note from the office lady that's like, don't throw your party. <laughs> and then
0: the secretary's like, I don't know who left it.
1: Yeah, she's like, I, I just was given a note in an envelope. Here you go.
0: And uh, then she goes back and uh, she asks Shannon, like, hey, who, who cut up my invitations? And Shannon's like, I don't know.
1: She's like, I went to the library. And then after school, she's like, She's like, Tony, you were in study hall. Did Shannon cut up my invitations? He's like, he's like, no, I went... He's like, no. He's like, Shannon didn't go to the library, though, but I didn't see who did it because I went to the bathroom.
0: And then he also has a note.
1: Yeah, he also has a note mm-hmm. that's like, don't throw the party around, I'm going to get you. And then immediately <laughs> she's like, my creepy cousin Brian, maybe. <laughs>
0: And then right when they mention Brian, they look up and Brian is just standing in the hall, <laughs> like staring at them.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, then, <laughs> then when they see each other, instead of Brian just being like, hey guys, he runs away. <laughs> why? Why did he I run away? Know. They never explained like, <laughs> they never really explained why he runs away.
1: I think... I think he's just, like, so... She keeps talking about how he's, like, sucked into the game and, like, he thinks that he's actually in the game at all times. But I think that's kind of just, like, his trauma trauma response. Like, he's escaping from re- reality by, like, pretending he's in the game constantly.
0: Because he, cause he found that kid. Yeah. I'm assuming didn't look very good if he was shot, right? No. That's not a very pretty wound. No. Especially up close. Um. And when he found him, Ellen was like screaming. <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: So then uh, Meg starts getting phone calls in like the middle of the night from like a creepy, whispery voice. She gets a few that are like don't, like they just like breathe and hang up. Mm-hmm. And then she gets a few that are like, "Don't throw your party, or you're gonna regret it." And
0: and she's like, "I can't tell if it's a man or a woman," and I'm like. Okay,
1: <laughs> and she's like, she's like, well, I'm so stubborn. I'm just gonna keep throwing this party. And Tony's like, that's a bad idea. I was followed. <laughs> yeah, like somebody was following. Someone her. chased him.
0: Yeah. And Meg is like super rude about it and insensitive, like being so talk. To- so it's such like a toxic masculinity thing that I noticed. That was like she was like, you shouldn't be scared. You're the man. Yeah. Like, oh, so what? Someone chased you. And he's a kid. Like, they're all kids. (laughs) (laughs) If someone chased me, I'm a grown ass man. And someone chased me in the dark.
1: Yeah. Her boyfriend is like shaking and like borderline (laughs) emotional breakdown. Like, please don't throw this party. Meg, I'm begging you. And she's like, hee hee, I'm stubborn.
0: You're being a a pussy. (laughs) That's basically what she said. (laughs) And he's like, all right, well, then if you don't, if you throw the party, we're breaking up. And hangs up. (laughs) Yeah. They've been dating for like two, three years or something, something. like that. Uh, like a long time for a high school relationship. Like they've yeah. been dating, uh, and from a couple of chapters where they like meet up, they are involved like physically. It seems. Yeah, I've never, they never talk. They never describe it. But no, it seems like they are. Mm-hmm. Um. So like they're they have this like connection. Like it's. But again, I don't think she's emotionally. She, invested she, and mature enough to be having these types of relationships yeah. with people. Um, uh, this, and then, after she gets that phone call, doesn't she go over and try talking to Lisa?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: And Lisa suggests that it's Shannon and you should just talk to her about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, eventually. Because, like, things keep happening where, you know. Uh, Meg is trying to connect all these dots and she's like, well, who's trying to stop this? And like freaky stuff keeps happening. Like the the threats get more and more like serious
0: mm-hmm.
1: and eventually someone tries to hit her with a car. Okay, that's
0: after this though. Yeah. So she she goes to Matt, because there's another thing that happens before that's like insane. Because uh, she talks to Lisa and then she, then at lunch, Lisa's like, hey, confront Shannon. She's doing it. But and I don't, But Lisa is like not realizing that Meg has no... Tacked with just talking to people. Yeah. So then she confronts her at lunch and Shannon, like, rightfully gets upset.
1: Yeah. Cause it wasn't like, she didn't, like, say, Hey, I've been getting, like, these weird, you know, calls and I have no idea who it is. Do you, do you maybe have any idea who it is? She's like, So, Shannon, are you the one who's trying to stop me from, th- from throwing this party?
0: <laughs> Shannon's like, Huh? <laughs> just eating her sandwich. Like, not even. <laughs>
1: And then she gets upset, and then Meg's like, "Oh Shannon overreacted like
0: she like screams at her in in the yeah in the in the uh, lunch room. um yeah, Shannon overreacts. she's being ridiculous. I'll just talk to her later and then she like finishes her school lunch and then uh picks up her lunch bag. yeah, <laughs> and it's full of blood. <laughs> yeah uh, but it wasn't blood, it was paint, yes. Which I don't know how how no one saw any of this.
1: Yeah, I don't know how none of this is like, nobody's like suspicious of anything. They're just like, ooh, man. Because
0: Corey is behind her, like at the other table. Uh Uh-huh. And it's a table full of like gymnastic people. Like none of them notice. Someone put red paint in her. (laughs) They had to come over with like a fucking paint bucket and dump it in there. Because I get why Meg Meg and Shannon could have not seen because they were screaming at each other.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But again, this is just like a horror trope you just gotta be like, nope, hmm, no one's paying attention. Um, so
1: yeah, it's a lot of uh, Meg trying to connect dots and coming up with lists of suspects and people getting mad at her. Because she's a, she's a terrible just, detective. like not reading the room ever.
0: Because uh, yeah, and then a day passes and just bullshit, nothing really matters. And then uh, Thursday comes up and then she's like, I need to apologize to Shannon. I'm going over to your house. Um... And Shannon forgives her because like, she's like, I shouldn't have screamed. I was kind of an asshole. And they're both like, I'm sorry. And I was like, okay, that's a very mature moment. I liked that. I was like, oh, we're going to see some character growth for Meg here. No. No. We don't. Yep. (laughs) We just saw how mature Shannon was and how I wish Shannon was the main (laughs) main character.
1: (laughs) And then... Uh, she's like, well wh- aren't you gonna try and stop my my party she's like, I don't know who who hates uh, and and the big assumption is that she thinks someone is trying to stop the party because um because somebody apparently doesn't like Ellen when Ellen was the most popular girl in school and nobody really has any hate against her and she
0: wasn't a mean girl she's just no. like a nice person
1: and <laughs> she doesn't have like, Any inkling of, like, logical thought that, like, hey, maybe somebody doesn't want this party for Ellen because it has something to do with Evan. Like, she's just completely overlooking that point.
0: And, like, at some point they decide to have the party in the Fear Street Woods. Yes. In the old mansion that someone's dad has fixed up.
1: Yep. Whoa. Yeah.
0: Why would you pick that place?
1: Don't know. Well, Shannon offered did offer to have it at her house, but then she was like, oh, no, there's pictures of Evan everywhere. We don't want to look at Evan.
0: Yeah, why not Brian's house? Brian's rich. He lives in a mansion.
1: He, yeah, he lives in like a plantation house.
0: Yeah. Um, but that Brian's creepy. Even yeah. though like <laughs> Brian's parents are seem super nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, we'll get to that. Uh. So then, like, they have like this flashback of a night Evan, Ellen, Shannon, and Meg and Tony were hanging out. All of them. Yes. Because uh, they were all like super good friends. They would like. Um drink and the basement and like play ping pong and
1: and billiards and and
0: you know just goof around and like Evan shows some signs of some serious sociopathic tendencies, yeah, which no one is it's not mentioned any time before this
1: they just say that they just mentioned that he's kind of like a wild party guy, but not <sighs> like.
0: As a wild party guy, I was never like that.
1: (laughs) No, he like genuinely has issues.
0: And like, like anger issues to the point like Tony beats him in billiards and he gets so mad. He starts swinging the pool pool cue at Tony and Tony thinks they're joking around.
1: Yeah, because they're besties.
0: And no, then he breaks the pool cue over Tony's head and splits his head open.
1: Yep. And Tony had to go like get five (laughs) stitches. And,
0: oh, he also hits Ellen by accident too.
1: Yeah, and like doesn't he, he doesn't even seem to notice that he hit Ellen, and he's just like so hyper focused on trying to like bash Tony's head in, and then after he does it, he doesn't even like apologize or anything. It seems like he's accomplished his goal, and now he's like done. Like I did my thing, and I don't care. I and so I, yeah. he's like looking at his like. Pull cue and he's like oh man like i split the wood dang it
0: and in the whole time tony's like it's it's okay
1: it's okay which is a yeah. total
0: classic like abuser abuse situation yeah
1: he's um, like he's like oh no it was an accident it was an accident we were just messing around and like shannon is upset and meg is upset and ellen is like screaming and crying
0: at at like at, at Evan,
1: at Evan, she's like, "Why would you do that? That's so awful. You're that's so horrible." And he's just like, "Oh, it was an accident. I'm sorry,
0: I went sicko mode."
1: Yeah, he's like, eh? "I don't know. It was an accident. Sorry. <laughs> sorry,
0: I'm a quirky white boy. I just fucking broke my friend's skull. It's normal." Like, why not mention that about yeah. it? Like before this, like I felt bad Evan was murdered. Now I don't feel so bad Evan was murdered. <laughs> not saying he needed to get murdered for that, but like, right. Now I'm not as sympathetic because it's like, whoever murdered him, what if it was someone he, he was abusing or hurting? Right. That's what I was thinking up to this moment. Um, I mean, it comes out that that wasn't true. But anyway, we'll get there. Right, right, right. Uh, and then that's where Meg almost gets run over, if you want to talk about yeah. that.
1: She uh, She's walking home, and it's <laughs> raining, and it's nighttime, so she can't really see w- very well. And all of a sudden, this car like comes and almost hits her and then swerves out of the way and she has to like jump onto the curb and so she's like freaking out and is all shaken up pretty reasonably and she's like she's like okay were they actually trying to hit me or did like is it so slippery (laughs) that they may have just like lost control of their car for a second like hydroplane but you think in that situation they would stop and be like are you okay yeah i almost hit you with my car are you okay
0: Especially in its town that's kind of described as like people like helping each other. It yeah, it's seems. a close
1: knit town. Um, uh,
0: but yeah, then then she goes home and she try it and then uh that's it. Yeah, that, that's we the- get
1: the we then we get the perspective of the driver who is having a mental breakdown. He saw whoever it was, they don't say who it was, um, saw and noticed that it was Meg. Swerved, and almost hit her. And would have
0: hit her if she didn't jump.
1: Yeah, would have hit her if she didn't jump. And they're like, "Oh, I really could have hurt her. I just meant to scare her." But she wanted to. Yeah, and they're just—they just keep going back and forth from like, "Oh, you're—you're you're a killer, right? You're the killer. You're I'm the murderer." Talking
0: to himself or themselves, I should say.
1: And then, uh, like, bashing their heads against the windows, and like, <laughs> clearly having. St- like an episodic breakdown I I was like like arguing with themselves I was
0: kind of like did I write this <laughs> did I write this
1: chapter this <laughs> little this little
0: chapter here uh
1: and then like like pull and they were they, not even their car they were borrowing it from their cousin park it in front of the house and like take off running
0: yep um I like I thought that scene was good I liked that perspective scene I thought it was well written I thought they did he did a good job writing it it was scary um it wasn't gr- it was kind of gross because he was like again beating himself against the window and stuff yeah, the-
1: it was it was like this internal monologue like oh you're a sick little psychopath aren't you and they're like no please I just I don't want to hurt anybody I just want to be good and they're like ah oh, no you're a killer you've killed and you'll kill again he's like no please I don't want to kill anybody
0: um as someone who writes a lot of like horror stuff for our other podcasts and everything I respected that because like it doesn't invoke sympathy or or it just invokes fear and confusion and, like, uh-oh. Like, who could it be? Because, again, doesn't use any type of pronouns to, like, just didn't use gender or anything. So, you do, again, could be anybody.
1: Because mm-hmm. there's
0: been a 500 fucking characters in this book. It could be right. Annie. Maybe Annie did it. Yep. I don't know.
1: <laughs> the office assistant. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs>
0: yeah, it's an adult. <laughs> um...
1: I never liked Ellen. <laughs> anyway,
0: uh, then uh, the next night she goes to speak with Tony. He isn't home, and his dad, who's going out to the bar, and she's so judgy about it. Which it's Friday, <laughs> first yeah. off, uh, that he went to play wizards and dungeons in the Fear Street woods.
1: Mm-hmm. He went to go hang out with Brian in the yeah. woods,
0: and he, she's like, "That's weird. Who? Why would he hang out with Brian?"
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm like, uh, that is weird, but like maybe he just wanted to do something that wasn't, you know, not thinking about how mad he is at you. <laughs> right.
1: Because uh, at that point, uh, he was like, well, I'm breaking up with you. And she's like, I'll give you a couple days to cool down and then we'll pretend like nothing happened. And like Healthy. he's not even showing up to school.
0: Uh, and then again, more bullshit. She keeps talking about this paper she needs to write. Doesn't matter, but it keeps coming up in the whole book.
1: Yeah. And she's like, I'm planning the party, and oh, uh, she's like, uh, oh no, this doesn't happen yet, never mind.
0: Uh, then she's woken up at 4 a.m. by Tony's dad saying he's not home, and him and Brian are, him and Tony, Tony and Brian are missing. Yeah. Uh, and then Meg grabs her dad.
1: Well, she doesn't even grab her dad, she accidentally wakes her dad up by, yeah. like, running into furniture, and <laughs> she's just gonna, like, take the car and leave. He's like, uh, what are you doing? Like, why are you up? And she's like, oh, I got to, she's like being really like suspicious. She's like, I got to go see Tony. And he's like, why? And she's like, "Uh, Tony's lost in the woods. And he's like, okay. And then she's like, oh, and Brian too. You know, your actual cousin. Your nephew. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh. He's like, well, yeah. He's like. I can't let you go by yourself, though. He's like, I'm, I'm obviously going to come with you. You're not going out at 4 a.m. by yourself. Which
0: is nice to see a good parent in a Goosebumps or uh, R.L. sign book, I'll be honest <laughs> with you.
1: Yeah. And so he drives her out there, and there's cop cars everywhere.
0: The cops are doing a bad job, which is classic yeah. horror stuff.
1: Yeah, they're <laughs> like, they're like, oh, no, don't form a search party. Just stay by the patrol cars, and we'll find them ourselves and Meg's like the
0: cops are just standing there too they're not even looking
1: and Meg's like but I know what like what cave Brian plays Dungeons and Dragons in or whatever the game is called who knows um I know where he plays I can go look for him and
0: uh like with his friend Dwayne which when does Dwayne even come up
1: Dwayne has been there since the study hall scene
0: okay let's finish this scene and we'll circle back to Dwayne okay um because we talk about Dwayne yes we do uh then they go and they go searching. Uh, Megan, sh- uh, Meg and her dad get separated because, of course. Classic. And then Meg is, like, basically strangled.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, then she runs and she falls down a fucking ravine.
1: <laughs> uh, no, she gets thrown down the ravine. Oh, she gets
0: thrown down the ravine? I thought she I thought she was running and she falls.
1: But... No. Um. She hears someone behind her. And, like, she starts... She's like, hello, like, who's out there? And nobody answers her until she starts running and she's like, oh my god. She's like, I'm being chased right now. And they, she trips and they catch up to her. And they're like, like strangling her and holding on to her. And they're like, don't throw your fucking party. And then they throw her down a ravine. And, and
0: then she finds a beaten and semi-conscious Brian. Yeah. Like bad. Like later they describe like he's like, it like broke his jaw. And like, he's like fucked up. Yeah. Like he would have died if she wouldn't have found him.
1: Yeah. His face is all beaten in and like you know, his eyes are swollen shut and like pulverized.
0: And uh then Tony finds them.
1: Yeah. And, and he's like he's like, Oh my God, what happened?
0: I'll call the cops and the paramedics and then the cops come and you know and get them.
1: And he's like, Uh Brian tripped and fell down the ravine and I was looking for a way out, but I got lost.
0: Uh and I was like you I was like, Don't make the poor kid the killer. Come on. I was so mad. I remember telling you, I was like, if they make the poor kid the fucking killer, I'm gonna be so mad.
1: <laughs> it gets good though. And and at this moment you're like led to believe that Tony is the killer. Yeah. And cause he's having this breakdown and he's he's losing it, man. He's not having a good time. Yeah.
0: And we'll we'll come back to that. But we circled to Dwayne. Dwayne is like a shitty, like jock nerd combo, mm-hmm. like so misogynistic and toxic and like disrespectful and s- sex and like rapey. He's yeah. very rapey because yeah. you said that you saw something that really bothered you yeah, when he it, said
1: it. It did. Um, it's a little bit after this. Um, they go to a party and Dwayne is almost like threatening Shannon. Um, because right after the scene where, um, uh,
0: well, that's pretty far away.
1: No, right after no, right after the scene where Meg gets almost hit by the car, Tony is out like taking a walk and he sees Dwayne who's like his neighbor or something like they live on the same street. Um and he's like, "What are you doing out here?" And Dwayne's like, "Heh, fuck off, nerd." He's like, "I'm just shooting baskets." And then um I don't know. I don't remember. He's even like, I'm that.
0: glad Evan's dead.
1: Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, Shannon. He's like, I really want to get in her pants. Like, I'm so glad Evan's dead because he hated, he didn't want me anywhere near Shannon. He's like, I'm so happy that he's dead.
0: <laughs> and Tony's like, that's my best friend. And he, like spikes him with the ball. And Evan's like, and uh, Dwayne's like, what are you, why are you mad?
1: <laughs> he's like, hey. and like the whole book, he like catcalls Shannon and is like, uh, yeah, being really weird with her
0: um and then uh it skips saturday and then sunday comes around and meg convinces meg's mom convinces her to go to brian's Mm -hmm. and cheer him up after he got the shit kicked out of him that's what i wrote (laughs) (laughs) uh then she goes over there and brian's like being weird and like she keeps describing him as like horrific looking yeah um, and she's super insensitive about it. She keeps ta- like bringing it up to him, like how bad he looks. Basically,
1: she's like, "You look disgusting," and he's like, "Yeah, ha, ha, okay." <laughs> like, no shit. <laughs> Someone tried to kill me, but it's fine.
0: Uh, and then like, he like starts like, starts Brian tries to like confess
1: stuff. Yeah, he like goes on a, a tangent, and he's like, he's like, "Oh, Meg, he's like, I- there's something I need to tell you about that night in Fear Street Woods," and she's like, "Oh, well, tell me about it." He's like, I need to. He's like, I really need to talk about, uh, you know, Evan and everything. I can talk to him. I'm a wizard. He's like, he's like, I can bring him back though. He's like, I can bring him back from the dead. And she's like, what are you talking about?
0: Did you call me? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's like, did you call me? By the way. He's like, yeah, I did. But he's like, I was so scared that I kept hanging up. She's like, but you were threatening me. He's like, no, I just like I didn't say anything and I kept hanging up.
0: And I think he's loopy from like medicine.
1: Uh huh. And he's like, I'm. He's like, well, right now I'm only a level three wizard. He's like, once I'm a level four wizard, I can tell you what happens that I can bring Evan back. And like, she's so like, just so genuinely pissed off at him that she's like, okay, Brian, whatever. He's like, oh, thanks, by the way. And she's like, thanks for what? Like leaving or hanging out with you? And he's just like.
0: And then he like grabs her and he's kind of being rough. But I think he's just like so loopy that he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> And then that scares her, and she like sprints yeah. out of the house. And he's
1: he's also clearly having a breakdown. Like he has information, clearly has information that nobody else knows.
0: Yeah, and like she doesn't fucking talk to him. It, whatever. And she leaves, and then Ellen, Ellen is walking into the house.
1: Yeah, Ellen walks in to see Brian, and she's not supposed to be in Shady Side until like next week or whatever. She's like, oh, you're here early. And she's like, yeah, I'm here early. She's like, I have to go inside. And she's like, no, wait, like, we need to hang out. She's like, yeah, come to my house tomorrow. But, like, I really need to get inside and see Brian.
0: And she's like, that's weird. And then walks away. Of course, they'd have a weird relationship. Like, they just, they found someone dead together. Like, that brings you close to someone whether you want to or not. Yep. Um, And again, again, she doesn't recognize it. So emotionally stupid. Um. And again, it is weird that she shows up. I'm not disagreeing with her, but like. Right, right. Uh, she then calls Tony and tells him everything Brian said. Yeah. Uh, And then Tony immediately is acting like insane to her. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we should meet at Lover's Point.
1: He's Just like, the two like, of us. He's like, oh yeah, at the party. He's like, we should. Go, go away from woods. everyone and go to the like, Lover's oh, Point. She's like, oh, isn't there a cliff there? And it's really scary. And he's like, yeah.
0: Alves, I'll take care of you when he says i'll take care of you yep
1: I'm- and he's like he's like uh <laughs> he says he said oh brian confessed to you he did he and she's like yeah he told me everything you know he he really confessed stuff Which he didn't I, he yeah he didn't he literally didn't say anything and tony's like oh my god he's like so you know everything and she's like yeah and he's like great
0: we'll meet at lover's point yeah <laughs> uh let
1: me take you to the cliff <laughs>
0: And then I wrote this. I said, "God fucking damn it, they made the poor kid kill Evan." <laughs> cuz we get a, a immediate perspective from Tony and he's basically a, admitting to like accidentally shooting him.
1: Yeah, he's like and and pure accident. Um they were Tony or Evan was like storming into the woods cuz he was angry. Oh, we like, don't
0: learn why. It's yeah. a big reveal later. We'll talk about it.
1: Um, he's all pissed off. He's storming into the woods, and, and Tony's like trying to stop him. He'd Ellen like, and
0: Tony follow him.
1: Yeah, uh, and they're like, "Hey, like you can't go into Fear Street Woods. It's horrible out there." And he's like, "No, nah, I just I need to go out there and shoot something. I need to shoot something." And so they're like fighting, and and Tony's trying to rip the gun away from him, and then the gr- gun hits the ground while Tony's holding it, and shoots Evan and evan dies
0: yep and, and then tony's like don't you fuck like, yeah does this is where he tell he like extribes like telling brian and ellen that he's gonna fucking kill him if they say anything because yeah. like this is, he wouldn't go to jail for this this was totally an yeah, accident no it was
1: totally an accident there's two
0: witnesses that saw so it. So then
1: uh he sees brian walk up because he hears them the gunshot go off and ellen is screaming and crying brian is obviously just investigating a shotgun and screaming and crying. And Tony's like, Oh, we'll just say that he tripped and accidentally killed himself. And But I got to go. And
0: if you say anything, I'll fucking kill you guys.
1: Yeah. And they believe him because he's big and scary.
0: And then in this, he somehow admits to beating up Brian. And he also admits to being the driver, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: He admits to almost hitting Meg. And he's like, and then he starts this internal dialogue about how like he doesn't want to kill Meg because he she's so innocent and sweet, but
0: he's gonna but he's gonna ruin my life yeah. if she tells everybody. Um, and so
1: he starts this like psychotic breakdown. <laughs> so after that happens, and she tells Tony, uh, he's like, okay, well after the party, you know, let's uh let's go hang out at the cliff, and then the next day is when she's supposed to hang out with Ellen.
0: And it's also the night of the party, is yeah, that same day? it's the
1: same day. So they're like, oh, let's go hang out with Ellen before the party. And so she picks up Shannon and they go to her, uh, Ellen's house. And it's really awkward because they haven't seen each other in a long time. and the She's last,
0: confused why.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like, I don't know why it's so awkward. You know, we used to be besties. I know and, I,
0: me and Shannon haven't called you in a year like an asshole. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, they didn't check up on Ellen, whose boyfriend uh, was shot in front of her um and then she mortified obviously was traumatized by the event and left town and it's awkward seeing ellen and shannon together because they haven't seen each other since the death of her brother at the funeral slash yeah. boyfriend um and she's meg's just like i don't know why we can play like fun games like when we were a kid like I, I, uh, like Eek a mouse yeah, where, where we, we pretend just scream. we saw a mouse and scream and
0: it's like the penis game, basically. Yeah. That's the, you know, like, penis, penis. That's basically the game they're talking about, but it's Eek and Mouse.
1: <laughs> and then uh, they mentioned another game that was weird. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like a kid's game. And so they left and Shannon was like, oh, that was a little weird. But like, you yeah, know, it was nice. It was actually genuinely nice seeing Ellen and again.
0: Shayden kind of, I think Shailen also realizes that it's their fault that it's weird. Yeah because they didn't call anything i get why shayden didn't call her at all right meg had no fucking excuse
1: yeah no they were like best friends
0: like if my part if one of my friend if my best friend's partner died i would call call them more than zero times i gonna be honest with you <laughs> i maybe i'd give it like a month or so zero
1: yeah huh so huh bitch i know Shannon's like, oh, like it was genuinely nice seeing Ellen again, but like it was really awkward. And Meg was like, that was a disaster. We should definitely not throw her a surprise party. And Shannon's like, oh, no, no, like
0: it's too late now. Honestly, she's
1: she's she's like, it's too late. It's in like two days. She's like, we can't like cancel a party. She's like, we have the whole event planned. And she's like, Meg is like curled up in a ball in her car, like crying. And Shannon's like, No, like everything's gonna be fine. I think it's gonna be okay. And so Meg gets out of the car and like gets ready and Shannon's like, Oh, by the way, do you wanna go with like to the party with me tonight? Uh, because there's a party in case you didn't hear about it, and she's like, Oh yeah, no, I'm going with Tony and Isn't that
0: Dwayne's house or something?
1: No, it's at uh David's house or Oh some
0: random person. Okay.
1: Uh, Corey's best friend.
0: Okay, David, yeah. Because his parents are out of town. Yeah. And it's like the end of year party.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And so, Chan is like, oh, in case you didn't know there's a party tonight, like, come hang. And she's like, oh, yeah, uh, Tony's gonna meet me there, but, you know, I'll pick you up. And is like, that's cool. So they get dressed. And there's way too much detail on, like, what they wore to this party. I don't know why.
0: And, yeah, never... That's an R.L. Stein thing. He does that. He loves describing clothes. It's um, like
1: George R.R. Martin with food.
0: Yeah, uh, or penises. Um, <laughs> there's a whole paragraph and a half describing Hodor's cock. So, uh, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> just, just spreading misinformation. Uh, he does describe a lot of cocks, though. And that that's true. Uh, then that they go to the party. And this party was like so funny to me. I I've been to small town parties. Uh-huh. And they are crazy, but not like this. <laughs> right. Uh, they show up. Everyone is kissing and drinking out in the fucking open. Yep. And it's not like a farm party. It's like a cul-de-sac party. And I was like, man, the 90s was crazy. <laughs> and they're drink Like, they describe people drinking beer. Like, they're yeah. actually drinking alcohol. Yeah. Um. Out in the open, being loud. Neighbors aren't saying anything. I've been to parties like this and you have to keep you close make sure you, you're still loud keep the blinds bi- closed everyone stays inside no one's allowed to go outside because you're gonna alert the neighbors and right. shit uh so that just i don't, I don't think arlstein's ever been to a party <laughs> <laughs> or at least like a a high school party right 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 because, like, the only time we ever it was ever out in the open was, like, on, like, a farm where there was cornfields yeah. everywhere.
1: And, like, they show up, and the party has just started, and it's already this rambunctious, and there's already someone passed out on the couch. Like, drunk passed David. out on the couch. David yeah. is. David. <laughs> it's his party.
0: <laughs> Been to those parties, too. They don't end well <laughs> the host passes out. Uh, and this is where we get the Dwayne Sweeney if you'd yeah. like to take this over. So,
1: they walk in, and... Um. Immediately they run into Dwayne because Dwayne was obviously waiting for them because he's like, he's really, really, really into he's a Like, yeah, any chance he gets, he's like, he's like, oh, you want to like have a drink and have a couple dances? He said maybe we can do a vertical dance and then a horizontal dance. And she's like, gross, like you're stupid, <laughs> and. He, like, get, starts getting mad. Like, he's turning red and, and like, is, like, getting genuinely angry. He's, like,
0: like... Pushing her up against the wall almost. Yeah.
1: He's, like, he's like, well, it doesn't matter because I'm going to get you anyway or the other. And then she's, like... Uh, Meg tries to, like, defuse the situation. She's, like, oh, hey, Shannon. Tony wants to talk to you in the kitchen. And he's, like, oh, Tony's here? Like, let me come, like, get that bitch. And, and she's, like, yeah, Tony's here. Like, stay there. And he wants to talk to Shannon. And, uh, as Shannon's walking away, he'll be like, and, uh, he, he looks at her and it's like very threatening. And he's like, Hey, since I won't have you tonight, I'll see you on Saturday, which is when Meg's party Mm -hmm. is the surprise party.
0: Ah. Uh, And, uh, and Shannon's kind of mad at her for helping, which I didn't understand, uh, maybe it was the way she helped. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: because there was this dumb excuse because Tony wasn't there yet, <laughs> even.
0: And it was, she should have just immediately started like verbally attacking Dwayne. Yeah. Um, I think that's what Shannon meant while she was mad. Uh, but I don't. I get. I don't know.
1: So then, as they're walking into the kitchen, Tony actually walks in, and he looks at Shannon and Meg and Meg's like, "Oh, hey, like." cool let's have a drink and like hang out and be be friends and tony's like let's leave and she's like oh you just got here like don't you want to hang out and he's like no i want to go now and she's like okay bye shannon and like just leave shannon who was already threatened yep and just leave shannon by herself no other friends around and she's like okay see ya i'm gonna go hang out with tony on on the cliff
0: <laughs> and then we get uh, tony's perspective they don't talk in the car. They get to the thing and Meg's like, can I have your jacket? And Tony's like, no.
1: <laughs> she's like, oh, it's so cold. It's so dark out here. And he's like, yeah, no, there's no lights over here. And she's like, I'm really cold. And he's like, she's like, can I have your jacket? He's like, no. He's like, I'll make sure you're warm though.
0: Yeah, I'll take care of you. He says it again. And then he like, there's like two pages where he's like, I'm going to kill her. I'm not going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. Okay, I'm not going to kill her. I'll kill Brian and Ellen with a gun yep. on Saturday in front of everyone. Yep.
1: <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, he's like, Meg knows everything. Why is she acting so innocent? Because she told me she knows everything. He's like questioning her and she being doesn't. really suspicious. Yeah. Like he's being so suspicious and he's like, oh, she's onto me. And she clearly is not like reading any of this yeah. at all. And He's like I should just kill her now and get it over with and then he ultimately does decide to not kill her. And she does never she never mentioned that weird interaction. Yep. And he's like he starts storming away after he's decided that he's going to kill Brian and Ellen.
0: And she just follows.
1: And she's like, "Oh, are you going to give me a kiss?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah." And I like gives her a kiss and he's like, "All right, let's go." She's
0: just an idiot. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um not suspecting Tony for any of this. Yeah, no, he's been in every situation and
1: Tony keeps like keeps like
0: telling on himself.
1: yeah, he's like, he's like, she should be connecting the dots. He's like, I should kill her <laughs> because he's like, there's so many red flags here. He's like, i' I' <laughs> he's he's really wearing his emotions on his sleeve. He's like the most suspicious man <laughs> in the entire book. <laughs> yep and has been for like half except the
0: book. Dwayne Dwayne's the only like not creepy he's the only other creepy character in the book yeah um and then that's it uh that was Monday we skip a whole week nothing happens that week at all uh we get to the day and day and night of the party uh and Meg like picks up Ellen she told him that they're going on a like a dinner date with her and Shannon like they're gonna get pizza like they used to mm-hmm and uh Ellen's like awkward the whole time.
1: Well, and it's cause it's cause she's like they drive past Shannon's house. She said, Uh we're not picking Shannon up from Shannon's house. And she's like, No, she's at this really creepy abandoned mansion in Fear Street Woods. And Ellen's like, Why? Oh
0: it, her dad's working on it, so she's there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Okay, well, like I don't want to go in there, so could you just please get Shannon and then come back out? And Meg's like, No. It's scary. It's scary. I'd need you to be there with me and she's like, "All right."
0: Uh then they then they go into the party and they have like the surprise. Yeah. And Ellen is not not good with it. So not happy. Uh obviously. <laughs> obviously. Uh but then the party seems to go fine. Like the next chapter like Ellen's <laughs> talking to everybody.
1: And then Meg <laughs> is like Meg's like, "Hey Tony, take off your giant leather jacket. <laughs> it's so hot in here." And he's like, "No." And he won't, like, keep his hands out of his pockets. And it's,
0: like, bulky. She describes bulky. it being bulky.
1: Like, it's bulging. Like, obviously. How big of a handgun
0: is it? <laughs> it's like a fucking desert eagle.
1: And he keeps bringing it up, and he's, like, glaring at Ellen the whole time. And she's like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, Please. like an insane
0: person. <laughs> uh, And then after, like, 15 minutes, Brian shows up still bandaged. and begins screaming he can bring Evan back because he is a fourth level wizard.
1: Yeah, he's like, he's like, I have achieved fourth level wizardness. He's like, I can bring Evan back from the dead. He's like, behold. And they're like, they're like, what the fuck? And then uh, walking through the doors is Evan. And everybody's like, ah. And then Tony's like, Wah, I confess, I killed him. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. Freaking out, and he's pointing the gun at people. <laughs> <laughs> and this is so chaotic. He's like, ah, I admit it, I confess I did it. And then the lights go out.
0: And then a gunshot goes off. A
1: gunshot goes off. And then the light comes back on. <laughs> and Dwayne's
0: holding the pistol.
1: Dwayne's holding the pistol. He shot Tony. <laughs>
0: in the shoulder
1: it's like whoa he's like he's like evan is not back on the dead this is like his half-brother who they mention only once in this book and then he like, looks like him he looks exactly like evan <laughs> and so everybody's like Dwayne, what the fuck why did you shoot tony he's like ah you know tony knew tony knew that i i killed evan no he would
0: have got away with it
1: yeah Nobody nobody had any suspicion. I didn't
0: suspect. I just thought he was a rapist. I didn't know yeah. he was also a murderer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was such a twist. He's like, Oh yeah. He's like, I definitely <laughs> killed Evan. And they're like, What are you talking about? And Tony's like, No, I killed him. I was there. I was there. He's like, Uh, no, you didn't. And like, doesn't explain himself. He and just grabs a hostage. Ellen. E- Ellen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He grabs Ellen. He's like, Ah, I'm gonna kill you too. And like starts dragging her through this house, which he knows intimately for some reason. Everyone has
0: ran away. Yeah. Except Tony's on the ground and I think Shannon is trying to help him. Yeah. Um, Dwayne, you know, kid, and then Meg tries to stop him and Dwayne is huge. Like he's a big kid. Like he's a big boy. Yeah. Overpowers her because yeah,
1: why they, didn't she kick
0: him in the balls? That's yeah. what I thought.
1: Yeah, she, like, tries to grab the gun from his hand, and he, like, slams her <laughs> into the wall, and he's like, oh, now I guess I got two women.
0: I got two girlfriends, and I was like, oh, gross. He's definitely going to do things, because he's going to get caught. Yeah. He knows he's going to jail.
1: Yeah, but he's going to he's gonna do whatever he wants first. Yeah. And so he was like, he hee hee, and, like, runs away.
0: And takes him to the basement.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so... They're like, why did you do that? And like, it's just the the three of them. And he's like, oh, he's like, so he's like, what happened was,
0: uh, oh, wait,
1: we we forgot to mention why Tony said that they were in the woods.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, Dwayne says his thing first, though. Oh, does he? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Dwayne says, uh, no, I found Evan and he was fine. He yeah. had, he, I think he was, I think he had a graze or something.
1: Uh, No, like the... Uh, he hit like the ground and like was knocked out.
0: Yeah, so Dwayne picked up the rifle and shot him in the head.
1: Yeah. It he yep. was like he was like ha ha. He's like everybody ran away. So, and Evan was fine. He was just unconscious, but I shot him in the, and the in the face.
0: not Dust for Prince.
1: He's like, "But yeah, I did it because I wanted to sleep with Shannon and Evan was threatening me. He was telling me to not sleep with his sister." And he's like he's like fuck Evan.
0: I was scared of him. <laughs> Rightfully so. Evan was yeah. insane um and then ellen and then uh meg's like but why were you there ellen and she said something that really really upset me oh yeah she says
1: that was really obvious the way in my opinion the way that they were talking
0: uh, she says but you've got uh, ellen says to meg but you've got to grow up sometime kiddo they're the same age yeah fucking asshole i was like what a fucking bitch (laughs) i was like Basically, she was fucking Tony behind her back. Mm-hmm. And told Evan, and they told Evan to break up with him. And then Evan then went to the woods to shoot something to blow off anger. Yeah. They followed them. So he,
1: Evan was rightfully angry because Ellen and Tony had been fucking each other. Cheating, cheating on both of their both partners. Both of their partners. Which they still did not confess after Evan died to Meg, who has just been dating Tony this whole time. And so...
0: And Meg's not mad about it.
1: She's like, oh, well, that makes sense. And it's like, (laughs) oh, my God.
0: That's your, she's fucking, she wasn't your friend the whole time. Your
1: best friend and your boyfriend. And then you found out that they accidentally killed someone. (laughs) Not really, but like. Yeah. Like they had a murder plot together. Because like, what if Dwayne actually didn't kill somebody? That's, That's still so malicious.
0: Yeah. And they didn't tell Meg first that... They told Evan first? Why would they tell Evan first? I don't know. They knew he would freak out. hmm Rightfully so. He should be mad. Yeah. And the fact that Evan didn't beat the shit out of Tony there makes me think that maybe he wasn't a psychopath. He just had
1: really bad anger issues. Yeah. So what I think... What I think uh, when they were playing billiards and Evan hit Tony over the head is that Evan already knew that they were fucking each other. You think so? I think so. I think that's why... Evan was so angry and that he just had this pinup rage towards Tony that he was like I'm gonna get this fucker cause I know he's like sleeping with my girlfriend and of course you don't want to be the person that's like I'm accusing you like please come forward first I think he he genuinely had anger towards plus Tony plus it, it
0: was the 80s and they had a hard time of be- men being vulnerable let's mm-hmm. be real um and that's that and then they play the Eka Mouse game
1: yeah <laughs> she's like she's like she like uh Dwayne like drops his gun and Meg like Meg's like Ellen let's play Eka Mouse and like Ellen doesn't acknowledge her at all and Meg like is like oh my god I can't like she's like please 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 let's play Eka Mouse and like Dwayne is going off on a tangent about how like he's so excited to have two girlfriends and then all of a sudden Ellen's like ah
0: like a banshee
1: (laughs) like she screeches and is like a mouse and Dwayne turns around Dwayne's like huh and then Meg grabs a frying pan off of the wall and bashes Dwayne's like face in with the frying pan knocks him out and knocks him out knocks two teeth out and she's like let's go uh
0: and that's it that cuts there and then there's like an epilogue yeah literally the epilogue and uh It just cuts to them talking to Mike, which is Shannon's brother and Shannon.
1: Mm -hmm. And they do mention that they sent Tony to get psychiatric help because he was having this breakdown from thinking that he had killed somebody. And it turns out, imagine thinking for a whole year that you accidentally killed your best friend and then it turns out you didn't.
0: Yeah. That's why they, for a lot of those situations, why you should just tell the truth. Yeah. (laughs) But again, not blaming him for you know feeling like that and uh
1: so they sent tony to a psychiatric ward to get help. Uh
0: Ellen went back to her town. Meg's not mad at her.
1: Yeah. They're Meg... like, "Okay, see you next time. We call more often, please."
0: Uh, Shannon seems happier, Meg says.
1: Yeah. She's like she's like it, I think it it kind of closed a chapter cuz I think people were like people knew that the whole situation was suspicious and weird, but nobody had any evidence. Because there was no investigation, um, so I think it just made Shannon feel a lot better that that chapter had closed. And oh, and then her little brother was like flirting with Meg. He's like, "Hey,
0: oh, it's older, isn't he? Like in college?"
1: Um, I don't know.
0: I don't know. And yeah, she was. Uh, she was. He was flirting with Meg.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Totally weird. Shouldn't do that. Yeah. Why are you doing that? <laughs>
1: He, be, uh, he was like next time I come in town he's like you want to hang out and she's like oh yeah definitely you know my my psycho boyfriend tried to kill me and and my best friend was sleeping with my boyfriend but yeah I'm totally down to like just move on from that relationship yep. completely.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so my wrap it up here. My final thoughts. Um, I was happy with Dwayne being the killer overall. <laughs> Didn't make it the poor kid, which I was happy about. Uh, Dwayne was a piece of shit. Don't know what happens to Dwayne. Never never says he gets arrested or anything. Literally nothing.
1: Yeah. Who
0: knows? Uh, so Meg kills him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, overall, I thought Meg was like an entitled young kid. Uh, but most of her friends are assholes to her and treat her like shit. So she'd just get new friends too. Except Shannon. Yep. Shannon was the only one that wasn't bad to her. Yep. Literally. <laughs> uh, Lisa was mean to her. Tony's mean to her everyone, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, but overall, you know, I, I liked the book. I want it made me want to read the next one pretty bad. Uh, cause it's called overnight or something. And it sounds interesting. Uh, but I, what my last thought was, I hope Meg is never a main character again, <laughs> but I bet she will.
1: I don't know. Maybe.
0: Uh, what's your final thoughts?
1: Uh, I really liked this one. Um, but I had read this in the past, so like halfway through, I remembered. I don't remember Dwayne being the final killer. Um, I remember there being a weird plot like that, like a weird twist like that at the end. Um, halfway through, I remembered uh, Tony and Ellen being together. Uh, but it was, I I liked it. I did. I really did yeah. like it. It was fun. Um,
0: yeah. So overall. I give this book a three point five, outdated '90s references out of five.
1: I give this, I give this like a four point five. What? I really, I really liked this one. Uh, no, actually, I changed my mind. It's just gonna get a four from me okay. because it doesn't matter. Um, I give it four red paint-filled lunch bags <laughs> out of five
0: um okay perfect uh and before we get into the end stuff uh the next book we're reading is uh the walking dead volume one days gone by which is issues one through six so if you want to read that with us uh hop on in i fucking love that comic series so good excited to talk about it um but what i'm going to do here we're going to do our little outro stuff so uh thanks for listening uh for reading isn't for kids uh if you want to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter is RiffK Pod. Uh, we also have like a joint discord with our flagship podcast, Grim Encounters. Uh, you can hop in there. There's a bunch of designated channels to re- to uh, reading is it for kids, where we talk about books, talk about upcoming books, etc. Um, We also have a music league in that discord that we've been really playing. It's been a lot of fun. Yes. You can hop in there. Uh, and if you want to listen to our other podcast... Uh, It is, like, a campy horror, like, D&D-style game. It's not D&D, but it's, like, that era type of game where uh, Otta is on there and a a couple of our other buddies, and they play, like, modern-day supernatural hunters, basically. Yes. Uh, And I'm, like, the chill master, so I, like, do all the funny NPC voices and stuff. (laughs) Uh, So if you want to come listen to that, it's really fun. Start on Season 2, though. Just start on Season 2. Anyway...
1: Alrighty, so this review is from Hajis Just Jif- N- K- Sk- Fun. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, yeah, if let us not, know. Uh, yeah, definitely let us know. Um, the title of this review says "Got me scratching my neck, begging for more," um, which instantly makes me think of uh, Shigaraki from My Hero Academia. Uh, I've listened to each episode three times now. Please, I'm begging you, give me more, please. Papa North, Mama Anna, give me the books. <laughs> uh, I just want to say thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you. It means a lot. It does. Oh, uh, when I read that, when it came in, I was like, three times? That's like the
1: nicest thing anyone could say to us. Like
0: They like it so much, they've listened to it multiple times that I heart you.
1: Yeah, we're friends now for yeah. life. You're invited to our wedding.
0: <laughs> that was your choice, so what you made that choice now i'm forever there yeah <clears throat> my name's austin
1: and i am anna
0: and i'm gonna end it here with a classic joke from 101 rock and roll jokes and riddles by katie hall and lisa eisenberg illustrated by don or heck
1: <sighs>
0: hey what dance do pilgrims do i don't know the plymouth rock
1: I disliked that. Get it? I did.
0: Do you get it? Because the Plymouth Rock is something that is in that place.
1: In Plymouth? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I get it.
0: (laughs) All right. And remember uh, to take your socks off. Take your socks off before you go into the shower.
1: And brush your teeth. You don't get to say anything.